Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Esther. We're still in chapter 9, looking at verses 15 through 17 in the God's Word translation. And Jews around the world, because of Esther, celebrate the uh, Feast of Purim. And it is a fun holiday, not just for the kids, but for the adults, as they celebrate God's victory over those who hated them. They, uh, The Jews in the provinces, well, this is in Susa, they slew, probably in the provinces, all the other provinces also, they slew only those who took up arms against them, but they did not take any of the, the spoils. They left they left the spoils for the women and their little ones, whom they spared for their sustenance. And uh, so they would have a, a way to have a livelihood. And that is an act with consideration and compassion, well worthy of imitation. But let's listen to today's reading from Esther chapter 9, verses 15 through 17 in the God's Word translation. It reads, The Jews in Susa also assembled on the 14th day of the month of Adar and killed 300 men in Susa, but they did not seize any of their possessions. The other Jews who were in the king's provinces had also assembled to defend and free themselves from their enemies. They killed 7,500 of those who hated them but did not seize any of their possessions. This was on the 13th day of the month of Adar. On the 14th day, they rested and made it a day of feasting and celebration. Again, Esther chapter 9, verses 15 through 17 in the God's Word translation, which gives it the title, The Jews Defend Themselves. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. I read verse 16 totally wrong. I said they killed 7,500. They killed 75,000 of those who hated them. But they did not seize any of their possessions. I did not want God's Word to be read wrong and to minimize anything in God's Word. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're looking at Esther chapter 9, verses 15 through 17 in the God's Word translation. And as we look at the book of Esther, and as we look at how the Jewish people 
were able to defend themselves, we can't help but think of what's going on in the Ukraine and in Afghanistan and in other places where people are fighting against those who want to destroy them, destroy their way of life, just take away their homes and their possessions. And we have to, um, as Esther called for a three-day fast, we have to fast and pray for these conflicts, that God will hear the, the prayers of his people, those who are of the household of faith. But let's uh, get into today's study. Um, uh, again, Adar is the month of February or March, and we know uh, Purim will happen in March this year. And it's going to be the 16th and the 17th. So it begins on the, at sunset on the 16th and goes through the 17th. So we know it's coming up. And as I was listening to a podcast, it was telling, it was uh, the, the podcaster was telling us and sharing the importance of Purim to the Jewish people. Because as we study this, we see God's hidden hand handling the conflicts and just putting things in place, just little things that's not happenstance. They didn't just happen to be that way. They didn't happen by chance. God's hands were all over everything in the book of Esther, even though his name's not in there at all. But again, let me get to my notes. The total, uh, the total enemies the Jewish people killed in Susa reached over 800. And earlier in verse 12, it only mentioned the upper portion of Susa. But now it focuses on either the lower portion of the city or the city in its entirety. This suggests that those remaining enemies may have been hiding in the lower parts of the city, explaining Esther's insistence on one more day of fighting because again, if they were bold enough to try to take out the king, they're bold enough to try to kill their enemies because of an edict, she did the right thing. God gave her insight. Again, even though his name isn't called in the book, his hand is all over the book. And he gave her the wisdom and the insight that she needed to make that wise suggestion to her husband. The narrative uh, continues uh, from verse 10, with information about the Jewish people and the remainder of the empire. So we heard about Susa, and remember the king said, I wonder how the rest of the, you know, what happened in the rest of the empire. If this is what happened in Susa, I wonder what's happening, you know, all over the empire. He has 127 provinces. But it says that the um, Jewish people successfully fought against those who hate them. It emphasizes that the people in the remainder of the empire only fought against their enemies on the day allowed by the king. So this was only on the 13th day of Adar. They killed all of their enemies. The uh, Jews in the country cleared themselves of their enemies on the 13th day of the month, and they rested on the 14th day and made uh, that a day of thanksgiving. Following their success, the Jewish people celebrated. And again, they're still celebrating the uh, uh, Purim. 
And I know I probably said it about five different ways, <laughs> but they're still celebrating uh, Purim to this day in honor of Queen Esther and how God saved them from enemies, seen and unseen, hidden and bold enough to stand in their face and try to take their lives. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we study the book of Esther. We know as we've read and said, your name is not mentioned at all, but your hand is everywhere. Even though it seems like you're hidden, you're really not hidden because you're in every page and every word in the book of Esther. Father, we know that you are in control and we know that your plan for us is perfect, even if we can't understand it. And we thank you that um, you give us what we need so that our lives can be lived with confidence and joy, even though even in times as difficult as they are right now, for so many in so many places, we know, God, that you still can work miracles. And God, we thank you that the Ukraine and the presidents of the Ukraine and of Russia are meeting. We thank you and we pray that something successful comes from those meetings because God, we know that as we pray that you do hear and you do listen and God, we cover again those who need you. They need uh, a special protection from you as one of the places I read supernaturally make the, the enemy, you know, not harm innocent children. Too many have already been, uh, innocent children have already been harmed. And again, not just in the Ukraine, but in conflicts all over the world. Even in, in places like Afghanistan, in places like Africa, in places in China and Korea. There are conflicts everywhere, Father. We're praying for peace all over the world. We're praying for the peace of God, which passes all understanding to encompass us. And as the uh, people in the Ukraine are saying, they still have to smile so that their kids don't get um, scared. We smile and we say thank you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.